You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone and welcome back to Starfellows. Yeah. Your favorite D and D podcast in the galaxy, far, far away. I'm your dungeon master, Rob, and with me, as always, are my friends Hannah. What up, Amelia Sam? Hey yo, and Brennan. When did the season get so sad? <laughs> just, yeah, we're starting off about. real high energy for a real sad ending. <laughs> I'm having like that we literally really just t- finished recording. <laughs> this is like, like yeah, guild fellows. My adrenaline is so high right now. You have no fucking clue. I have only had caffeine today. Oh my God. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the thing is, like, I this was basically the best case scenario outcome for L. Well, second best. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm having a great time. I'm having a is great the, is time. The, is the first uh, first uh, preferable outcome where Aqua is not an angry monster? Oh, I was going to say I still had my arm, but that too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Love it. Um, Aqua can sort oh. her shit out. She's always fine. Okay. You better stop having that mindset or she's just going to keep digging herself into a deeper fucking hole. Uh, <laughs> uh, I intended for this ap- episode to start happy, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm happy. Started to, um, where we last left off, the Argonauts, as they're now being colloquially known by the local Corsanti media, was escorted out of the chamber of the Corpus Corsanti by uh, Jedi Masters Ugle, uh, Kobe Cornelius, and Maxi Mule. L woke up missing his hand in a back to tank and uh, was caught up on the recent events of Coruscant and the Jedi Order uh, with Master Kobe Cornelius. Um, sometime later, uh, Akala woke up from her back to tank and had a heart wrenching conversation with her Jedi Master. Um, both of which uh, of those conversations concluding in the idea that it is best long term for Akala and L to go their separate ways, um, which is expediated by the fact that Akala is on double secret Jedi probation at the moment for 
succumbing to the dark side and corrupting her kyber crystal. Um, also, before I forget, um, also we wished farewell to the dearly departed uh, old Debbie and old Davy, who uh, ascended in motes of light after dying under a tree at the conclusion of the battle for the Power and Lights district. Rip the legends. Um, they're hunting monsters in heaven, um, I'm sure, and cackling all the while. But uh, that leaves us now with the Jedi Order with some free time before things start kicking up again. There is still the lingering threat of the Hive out there whose ship has escaped to some corner of the galaxy. Um, and there are uh, still some unanswered questions about uh, the future of our heroes and what they must do to prevent any future threats to the galaxy. So with that, I would like to open on the thorn rama's mandalorian uh space ship where rama has been uh staying all the while for the past week and rama i understand that you have some projects that you've been working on i i have been so <clears throat> um i uh am going to hmm, I'll, I'll i'll start actually okay uh after Sometime fighting in closer quarters and also getting my ship back, Rama was like, you know, I've got blasters, and if I start firing off of the inside of the ship, we're getting involved with a bit more lightsabery melee types. So um, I asked Bronze to use one of my two Beskar ingots to uh, smelt down, plate a, uh, a war sword. Which, uh, up to DM's discretion on the war sword's effectiveness against light weapons, Beskar um, is pretty good against a blaster. Um, but up, up to up to Rob on what happens to that one, and it's uh, two-handed uh, war sword weapon um, needs fifteen dexterity to wield, uh, and it's got vicious one, so it does uh, it can it can does some serious packs a serious punch. Um, Yep. Hell yeah. So you're, I think that you're just like jamming in your uh, razor crest and kind of the cockpit. And like you had kind of given this order to, to bronze and um, kind of like midway through the week. So this is before L has really woken up yet or Aqua has really woken up yet. We're jumping a little bit back in time. Um, so like midway through this week, um, you know, the, the razor crest is kind of like parked in like the like uh, hangar um, slash like you know, workshop, like industrial, like armory area for the Jedi order. Um, and, uh, you know, over like I, some music you're playing, you hear, um, the voice of bronze Beckham, um, the Jedi master armorer, uh, call out to you and kind of pound on the razor crest or saying like, Hey Rama, I got a fresh sword for you. I'm going to drop the hatch down, walk out and say, <clears throat> it's good to see you bronze. Yep, good to see you as always, Rama. Anywho, uh, I turned that uh, fine little bit of Beskar steel you had into a lean, mean, killing machine here for you. Um, and he, you see that he's like holding like a long, um, like, like six foot, um, like box, um, and like in his arms. Uh, and he says, uh, "Come on off the ramp, and I'll uh, unpack it for you." <laughs> Don't gotta tell me twice. I'm gonna get off and, and follow him over. 
Great. So he uh, he sets down the uh, the package like on a uh, on a workbench and like pops open the top and uh, you see like underneath like some uh, like red velvet cloth there is a like two handed uh, like hand and a half sword style um, like war sword with a cross guard and like a rounded uh, pommel um, with kind of like a spiral engraving on it um, and he says. Yeah, never uh, get the opportunity to make just a good old-fashioned sword, you know. I mean, when you really get back down to basics, this is where it all started. You know, thousands of years ago when our ancestors... um, And he kind of, like, starts rambling on. (laughs) And uh, one of his uh, assistants, who you'd seen around a lot, but always wears a welding mask um, with, like, uh, you know, like, tufts of, like, white kind of pixie cutish hair, like, poking through... Like just like goes up to him and like silently nudges him and he says, "Oh, any case, um, yes, a broadsword, five and a half foot long, um, from blade to tang. We got a mahogany uh, grip for the wood hilt, uh, wrapped in the finest leather, and uh, sharp as attack. And as you can see, that Baskar sheen really shines through. Get the nice warbles in there, um, practically indestructible." Um, and he uh, takes out his lightsaber and opens like one side of it and then like bashes down like through the box onto the sword and it cuts like parts of the box and the uh, fabric in there but when it hits the blade it like rebounds the lightsaber and he says and like and uh, can resist lightsaber and blaster fire (laughs) awesome I'm gonna pick it up and say this is about as good as it gets uh, El Bronze, thank you. I, uh, there's, a <clears throat> about that other thing with the other Beskar steel block. That, uh, don't suppose that, how'd it go? If, if it's done, I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, um. It's it's mostly done. Uh, it can be. Let me say this. It can be attached at any point. Um, you know, you had a, a full Beskar steel ingot, um, and you know, recreating a whole hand. It actually takes less like normal plate metal than you think, because a lot of the internals are are softer technology. But I I have a functioning prosthetic. Uh, I also made a, a little uh, weighted uh, jewel piece as well for the head tails. Um, thought it'd be a nice touch. But uh, yeah, provided that he likes it, um, he can come back here and, and work on some uh, more of the fine details of it. There's some room to add in some modifications. But uh, t- sorry, to answer your question, uh, yes, it is done. Um, can I see it? Uh, sure. It's, uh, it's back in the other part of the workshop though. Um, and, uh, you guys start walking like through the hangar, like back to the main, like armory and like workshop area. Um, and you see the uh, same assistant that nudged bronze again, kind of like walking like farther ahead of you. And beside them is like a large, like dinner plate sized droid that is like flying, um, above, above their shoulder. And they like enter the door uh, ahead of you and go over and start working on something on their own. Um, and bronze takes you to like a corner of his, uh, workshop kind of at his like master, like armorer station that has the improvised, um, Beskar steel forge that he has, uh, kind of manufactured there as well as like 
a lightsaber manufacturer table and some other uh, like lesser workbenches. And he uh, he takes another box off of a shelf and um, opens it up, and you see um, a hand fashioned out of Beskar steel that has the same like opalescent, swirling, like oil slick Damascus type um, like vibrant texture on it. Um, and he says, what do you think? Not half bad, right? It's incredible. I, uh, do you think he'll like it? Well, he'll probably complain about not having a real hand, but I think he'll ultimately come to warm up to it. Uh, Especially once he realizes he can strap, like, I don't know, a lot of different stuff to it. <laughs> and he kind of chuckles to himself. You should have seen some of the options that some of the older Jedi Masters had in wartime on their prosthetics. <laughs> We're talking stun grenade launchers. We're talking nets. Uh, you know, climbing hooks. Uh, the whole nine yards. I'm sure he'll find some creative way to, you know, put a little panache on it as he's, you know, want to do. I'm a... <clears throat> I'm a man of gadgets myself. Gotta say, I like your chutzpah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you know, I mean, just a curious mind and a, a willingness to to get into intricate details. And, you know, that really reminds me of how kind of the first pioneers of the Jedi Order started fashioning their technology. <laughs> you know, years ago, it was really a marvel at the time that they came up with these ideas. Um, and he, like, kind of gets into, like, a long droning rant um and like seems to like kind of like lose focus of you entirely as he kind of gets lost in like the military history of the jedi order um and like, so like he, sleight of hand to interrupt him without being rude <laughs> like, are you just trying to grab the hand and just like no go away? no like to interrupt like verb to verbally like just insert myself into his monologue without being rude because he Slide totally did me some awesome stuff but you, know, you don't awesome. need to you don't you don't need to roll you can just interrupt him like he's well, not i don't want to be rude though so I'm like, oh wow that's very cool that's uh where the where the hand comes from and all that's awesome uh yeah, uh, what was I? You know, I lost my train of thought. You know, I see. Uh, I military history, uh, first gen. Oh, anyway, uh, you probably want to go CL. Um, here, uh, go ahead and take your hand or her, her, uh, his hand. Uh, go take, take the hand, take the hand. I'm gonna grab. A- Before, save me from myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel I've myself. Been transitioned for like a decade at least. <laughs> no, 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 no. Knows all that's of not, World that's War not, II history. I know, I know, I know. Like I'm, I'm just making fun of you. He's like your uncle that's like trying really trying hard. So hard. He's trying so hard. He's trying really hard to not go into like another like historical lecture. He's like, just take this before I start talking about something else because I will get sidetracked. Go, go, uh, go to your friend. What, go. What, what, one thing. One thing. Uh, yes. In terms of, uh, it is coded in Beskar. In terms of, uh, if another lightsaber to hit this one, how much damage are we talking? Um, the real risk of a lightsaber interacting with the hand, uh, is more internal than it is, like, structural. So, the real risk is, like, if a spare wire was hanging out and the lightsaber blade connected and then, like, maybe one of the hydraulic systems that control the fingers wouldn't work properly, but... Uh, well, one of the things that I did is make sure that the outer part of the forearm, any kind of gestures to the hand, is completely seamlessly covered so that it is a flat plate. So 
uh, so long as a lightsaber collides with like the flat plate of the hand, the Beskar should resist it pretty well. But if it were to hit the underside of it, or if like a blaster bolt were to like get in between like the narrow crevices between the joints and the hand and the fingers, then it could be kind of a problem. But uh, you know, as long as L doesn't try to catch lightsabers, it should be fine. I'll let them know. Hey, can't thank you enough. Sit around, Bronze. I'm gonna pick it up and run off. My pleasure, and take care of that sword, damn it. <laughs> um, uh, if you get the chance, and you uh, see something uh, fiery or hot, go ahead and just uh, put the sword over it. Uh, okay. <laughs> just keep running, being like, man, that guy's been spending way too much time around the forge. I think the heat got to his head. Accurate. Accurate. <laughs> Lost a himbo mind. of the highest order. Um, <laughs> so have I? Have I been around the temple enough to like know where to go to find L? <laughs> there is that like. Yeah, I mean, it's not like L's location is being kept secret from anyone. Yeah, oh, you man, can definitely like. Shade. Yeah, you can definitely like get around the order with like out issue. Um, um, do I still have my honorary Jedi tag from <laughs> last time I was let loose? Um, you do. Um. Actually, hmm. Uh, go ahead and just like roll me intelligence to see if you do know the way to L's room. Uh, that's a fourteen. Fourteen. Um. So you get most of the way there, but you kind of get lost around the hospital, um, and you start like wandering around for a little bit. Um, and uh, you hear footsteps come behind you. And you turn around and you see the uh, the aide from the armory that was helping Bronze and kind of nudging him to get over his stories. Um, still with the welder's cap on. Um, and they uh, wave to you. Um, and Hannah, if you'd like to introduce uh, your new character. Uh, yeah, I think uh, they're going to wave to Rama like, hey, Mandalorian, you know where you're going? Uh, yeah, hey, thanks for, uh, uh... Hel- helping with your sword, yeah? Did you like it? Is it, is it good? It's, yeah, it's, this thing can propel, uh, repel a lot of lightsaber strikes. This thing's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool, right? Uh, oh, shit, hold on, where are my manners? Um, they pull up the, the visor, the welding visor, and still under the visor, you see, they're wearing a pair of sunglasses, <laughs> still. Um... Uh, yeah, my name's Mix. Uh, nice to meet ya. Uh, and they, they hold out their hand to, to shake. I'm gonna shake the hand and say, <clears throat> wait a minute. You got, you got some shades on along with the welding mask. How hot you oh, welding yeah. over there? Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm Arcanian. See, we got, like, really, uh, like, sensitive eyes to, to light and heat. Um. And then you became a welder. And they, they take, they take them off and, um, like, put them on their head. Um, and you see that their eyes are like completely like white and like glazed over because that's just how they naturally are. Yeah, sorry, like my manners, like I forget I have like multiple layers there. Uh, yeah, mix again, my droid over here, and you see the the droid um, <laughs> hovering next to them. Um, and on the side, you see the the droid designation um, is M four TC. This is my buddy Match. Uh, so we're like we're mix and match. Uh, pretty easy to to remember. <laughs> I built him myself. He likes to help me like build my stuff. Um, so yeah, you, you, like, you need some help, you need to know where you're going. Yeah. Trying to find L, right? 
Yeah, I don't suppose you've seen a giant chad of a Jedi missing a one arm and half of a headtacle thing. No, yeah, no, I, I totally got you. Let's, it's, it's over this way. Is, is there ever tell you that you're really friendly? Uh, yeah, I get that a lot. See, like most Arcanians are like not the super like friendliest guys, but like I don't know. I just like being around people. I like to break the mold a little bit. Uh, um, I, got, I, got I, I wouldn't hurt a fly. So you uh, <clears throat> so you work for the Jedi Order, right? Uh, well, I am a, a Jedi. Yeah. Oh, sick! You gotta have a hell of a lightsaber if you're one of the Forge Forge people. I mean, like I, mo- I like to mostly spend my time in the in the forge with bronze there, but yeah, I do got a, I got a lightsaber, yeah, for sure. And they they show <laughs> it to you on uh, on their belt. Um, it's just a normal lightsaber. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, Thanks, dude. <laughs> I love this character. Love this character. <laughs> the name's Rama, by the way. Rama Viron. Oh yeah, no, like everyone knows your name around here. Like you're like a you're a hero, you know that? You you like saved the world and everything? Uh Hero, huh? Wow. That's, yeah, uh, like you're all over the news, dude. Did you did you not have you not seen the you not been in front of a TV for like the past like week or something? Yeah, let me tell you, it took a really long rest in that ship. Uh usually people oh, no, say uh, scoundrel, bastard, guy that owes me money. The guy that owes me a lot of money. The guy tried oh, yeah, to Mandalorians are like bounty hunters, usually, right? That's like their thing, so people don't like you very much. That's a good way to put it. Uh, I prefer, uh... Yeah, I'm a bounty hunter. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to explore that any deeper. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> All right, man, like, sounds good with me. Let's get going. <laughs> we just bet everything, so, like, don't want to pry too deep. Rob is, um, like, getting sunburned from the positive vibes he hasn't had so long. He's like, he's like, what the fuck is this? What is this jubilee? <laughs> so, um, should I just, should I go into all the details about, about mix and match, Rob? Should I dive into yeah, it? Yeah, let's, let's take a moment. So, um, yeah, surprise. Uh, new character entrance. Um, <laughs> with Akala being sidelined for the foreseeable future, uh, I'm not going to have Han just roleplay a mental hospital patient. <laughs> so, yeah, we just we jump back, back and to, forth. Let's <laughs> yeah, roleplay group therapy. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, please, please introduce Mix and Match. My new obsession. So, Mix is an Arcanian Jedi. Uh, they have five levels in Guardian and two levels in Engineer. And uh, he's... I or there, sorry, they have they them pronouns, um, which I might change to they slash any because I've already misgendered them both ways. Um, so, um, yeah, so t- five in guardian, two in engineer. So you would think that their engineer class is what lets them have the droid companion, but no, it is their uh, guardian fighting style that lets them have a droid companion. So <laughs> match is. Uh, class two i think jedi that mm-hmm. um just kind of helps uh mix build stuff and be very much like an r2d2 type droid um yeah. opens doors and shit um but yeah they have like a an ice blue lightsaber they um have tan skin the white eyes from before and um the white pixie cut 
Um, and they always wear sunglasses. I've been picturing them in Ray-Bans sunglasses, which I know probably don't exist in, um, Space in Star Wars, but like stylish, stylish sunglasses. Um. Well, I'm God, and they do exist in Star Wars. So how about that? <laughs> like the like the the Ray Bans. Good to be king. Yeah, Ray Bans canon. Fuck it, yeah, run it. Love it. Um, we gotta call it like make it Star Warsy. Just change the vowels. I still think space bands. Man. I said I said Ray Bans or Bay Rans. Bay Rans. Love that. Love it. Um, yeah. So this is a new friend. Um, let's see <laughs> I already where this picture goes. them in my mind, and nothing totally. else I see about them will ever change that. <laughs> <laughs> totally different vibes. We we needed some 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 happiness up in here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, and I super support your new character and stuff. I do hate them on principle, <laughs> but I love that for you. <laughs> Why do you hate them? They're so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to. I, I'm excited to roleplay this with uh, Rama in the room with L post Akala Fall. Oh, they're gonna make Rama and L talk. <laughs> like <laughs> it's gonna happen. Woo! All right, guys. Yeah, it's good to see you. I'm just gonna head out. <laughs> God, <laughs> awkward. Um. So. Uh, Mix and Match and Rama um, continue down the medical ward. Um, and as you guys are walking, you hear um, kind of some like metallic like clanking like down a corner um, and like some scuttling. Um, and I think Match like like chirps and like chirp, 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 and like kind of like flies around the corner. And then you hear uh, like Mix and Rama, you hear Match go like. And then, like, kind of, like, fly back, and then, like, around the corner, you see, like, M-Zero, like, come out and, like, and, like, beat his chest at the flying away bird droid. It's a little monkey dude. What's up, bro? And then uh, he sees you, Rama, and goes, and, like, starts, like, running over to you and, like, jumps onto your chest. (laughs) Like, all right, all right, I miss you too, little guy. I miss you too. It's it's good to see you. shit, you guys know each other? What's the deal? We, uh... Give me the scoop. Uh, I, uh, used to work for his mom. Mom? I guess, uh, like, person who, who made him, is that, like, the mom in this situation? Oh, man. So- like, I don't know if I would consider myself, like, Match's mom, even though I, like, made him, you know? It's just, it's, I, I get it. I, yeah, they're, the- they're maker. The back of Rama's head, he's like, I wonder if this is what I was like to people before I developed a high enough wisdom score to read vibes correctly. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like, oh my god, is this what I was like? (laughs) Rama is like trying to keep cool, like, and all he sees in front of him is this like dark tunnel of like, oh no, she's talking about my trauma. (laughs) This is really over horrible okay i'm like <clears throat> yeah i uh, uh her, her name was rosie she was a was a sentient mostly sentient droid that uh built monkey right i guess companionship partially i used to work for her then she got beheaded oh shit bummer sorry dude um yeah and uh bummer <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, Mix is gonna, like, just kind of, like, 
kind of look at monkey like really closely like oh porcelain that's that's really cool i've never seen like a droid like this you said this droid was like sentient that made him yeah 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 she was uh <clears throat> I, I don't really know how it works i'm i use a lot of technology i don't really build a lot of technology but yeah she was uh Pretty close to sentient. If I think she was sentient, it's kind of hard to tell. You know, I don't know what the Star Wars Turing test is, but you got to be kind of, yeah. Uh, you, you know, you know what? It's uh, it's it's been. No, a yeah, lot, no, I know. won't pry anymore. It seems like a, a soft spot, but that is that like the the rosy thing? Is that like the the rose on your on your armor? Yeah, that's uh, that's super cool. The ship's called Thorn too, in her honor. Ah oh, shit, she sounds cool as hell. She was. Wish I could have met her, man. Sounds yeah. like my type of droid, dude. Yeah. I guess all droids are my type of droids, but uh Yeah. Damn, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> well, I, just... I keep seeing Amelia just typing away and I'm not opening one <laughs> chat ever cuz it's going to throw me like, off. I swear to god, why do we have a happy optimist at the party? <laughs> this I... is better than I could have ever imagined. Um... just being like, "Don't you have anything wrong with you?" I mean, like, do you miss your parents? Are you missing a limb? Are you forbidden love? Like, I mean, they did say that their their whole entire species is like terrible. So there's that. that is true. <laughs> if you want to dive into that. <laughs> um. So while you guys are having this conversation, like M zero, like kind of like perched on your shoulder, Rama and uh, Match, like kind of like hovering between you two. Um, like you see, like like M zero, kind of like reach out with like a finger and like kind of like touch mash and j match and just kind of like boop it and like just kind of like make contact and you see them kind of like fluttering and like kind of communicating like with some droid sounds, um, and then like yeah M zero just kind of like settles on your shoulders Rama, um, and uh, you guys are kind of like free to continue on to L's room if you'd like. Is um is. Uh, monkey's designation is it on him somewhere or yeah yeah it's on his chest oh yeah so like when you investigate him i mean go ahead and roll me a technology check for for mix <laughs> hell yeah um where is that i never roll that well get that used to a, it baby yeah that's a 16 um yeah so you examine this droid yeah you see like the white like kind of like porcelain like body uh cavity um and like you're not able, like he's not gonna let you like prod around in him, but like you can see right. that his designation is on his chest. It says M zero N K three, monkey, um, and like you can see that like he definitely has been like he is a completely unique droid. Where like this droid is not like a hodgepodge of other parts. It is like a completely original design. Um, like because like even like Match to a certain degree has been like a droid that has like been heavily modified from other like utility droids whereas like you re recognize it like like and it kind of i think in your mind like lends a little bit like you don't fully understand but like you see a little bit more clearly why he said like this droid had like had a mom that was a droid and you're like ah that's yeah. fucking strange <laughs> like yeah. um anyway so would you guys like to continue to l's room yeah absolutely yeah mm -hmm. um well one question i want to ask as we're going but like Say, one last thing before I drop the subject. You know a lot of droids, can they have, uh, souls? You know, I have really never heard of a, a droid having a, a soul or whatever, but, you know, we teach here that, like, all things are made through the Force. So, like, everything's got a connection, you know? 
God, I should have just asked a fucking youth minister. <laughs> oh, there's the question. <laughs> You're at the Jedi Order. <laughs> You're going to get a force answer. Oh, wow. That's super useful and applicable. Thanks. I'm sure I couldn't have Googled that. Uh, <laughs> just be like... Oh, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, you ask some random engineer's assistant, and you're surprised they don't have, like, the knowledge of the universe. <laughs> it was worth a shot. She had feelings. Maybe she had a soul. I don't know. I don't. I barely know how the calculator works. I think she had a soul. I do, too. I mean, she did have a, a, a giant orb in her that had, you know, millions of souls in it. So, like, if you want to count that as, like, souls and emotions. Yeah, she honestly may have had more souls than anybody else has ever, ever had souls. Like, Souls Rosie instead of Spiders George. She's, she's the <laughs> Omega. Spiders Georg? <laughs> mm, it's George. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay so... Uh, do, there are doors, right? So I'm going to... Like, knock on L's door? Yeah, uh, Mix, like, leads you to, like, L's door, and, and you knock. Oh, do you, do you want me to, like, go, or are you guys gonna have, like, a moment, or do you, like, you need some assistance, or, like, what What are you feeling? You know, I gotta say, it's been great meeting you. I'm sure you and I are gonna get along great, you know? Uh, I, uh, I, thank you for, uh, <clears throat> for, for leading me here. I, I don't want to seem, like, terse, you know, you, you brought me no, here. No, no, yeah. It's all good. No, okay. like as far as your sword goes, like if you if you need any like tips or anything on like how to hold it or whatever, I'm I'm your dude. Uh, I'm at the I'm at the forge. Just uh, come find bronze, bronze find me, whatever. I'll probably be wearing that huge ass mask that I was wearing earlier. But uh, yeah, look for the dude with the the white hair and the and the sunglasses. Right. I'll see you later. Right. See, see you, mix. And mix walks away. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap-up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um 
we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and um yeah next week's gonna be the very last story episode season four finale and then um i'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap-up episodes are gonna happen they may not happen for a while simply because a lot of us are busy um and we're just kind of working around our schedule um so they might not happen for a few weeks we're gonna try to squeeze them in eventually um we're gonna try to squeeze them in quick but if they don't happen for a minute then they won't happen for a minute but they'll definitely at least come out this summer i will make sure that happens (laughs) um they'll come out as soon as i can wrangle everyone together so um yeah that's that's it i think that's all i really want to say i don't really need to go into the regular spiel that i do because i don't know it's it's almost over um yeah thank you to arcane anthems for the the theme song as always um and thank you to everyone who has listened uh thus far and i'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out um but yeah that's that's what i've got thank you for listening um that's all i've got for you guys today we love you all so much keep your heads up stay safe we love you i'll see you later bye bye Mix is the Final Fantasy pro tag. I've always loved. <laughs> awesome character. Uh, <clears throat> hey, Al, uh, are you awake and or decent? Yeah. In the back of my head, I was like in one piece, and I was like, nope. <laughs> like normally, I'd say something like that. This is not the time. Rama uh, kept that one to himself. Improvement, <laughs> improvement. That wisdom score really showing through. Rob, is my strength still bad? Perhaps. Well, if, you, if you would be patient and strap this metal fucking arm to your stump, then maybe it would be. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, try and I, so I mostly was mix. asking because that would change what L is doing when Rama walks in. So um, Your strength at this moment has not been, like, set back to whole. Okay. Um. Yeah, then L is just uh, sitting and meditating. Yeah, you can uh, come in. <clears throat> Excellent. Uh, I'm gonna open, you know, open the door, slide open, walk in, and uh, see L meditating and say, <clears throat> "I uh, brought you something. I had bronze fashioned up for you. Remember those two Beskar ingots? One of them." Listen, unless it's somehow like a fucking arm, I don't really need it. All right, good for you, cause I got a fucking arm that you're gonna really need. Toss, uh, toss him the metal arm. <laughs> I like instinctively go to grab it with my right arm. Oh no! And then remember, there's no hand Clap. there. Like, uh, oh man, that with the the paint in this Jedi hospital, huh? It's gonna like <laughs> turn around. Like, didn't see yeah. that. Clank, 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 as it like crashes into the floor. <laughs> uh, it is made of Beskar, so it's well plated with Beskar, so it's it's pretty durable. Um, oh my. Try it um, on. Are you, are you sure? Uh, well, first off, I thought about turning it into bullets, but, uh, you know, well, that's already, you, uh, you know, You would be sailed. able to use them, like, once is the thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, come to think of it, that does make sense. Um, anyway, the, the point being, you, uh, hopefully I could help, and, uh, 
I know you probably want a matching set. And I'm going to take out the prosthetic head tail. Tails. Yeah, so let me describe the prosthetic head tail. So, L, you see in front of you, um, like, this is, uh, like, specifically made uh, to, like, fit uh, the, like, portion of your head tail that was cut off. And to be clear, like, it wasn't, like, hewn, like, at the halfway mark of your head tail. It was, like, more like the, like, last, like, th- like three to four inches of the head tail. So what you see in front of you beside the hand in the box is, like, um, a, like, mostly solid, like, Beskar, um, essentially, like, earring that, like, is able to, like, clip onto your head tail. Um, and in it, like, there is a slot that, like, a jewel could be fastened there. And, like, right now there is a... Um, well, I don't know. Like, what gem would you like to be in there? Yeah, like if you could ch- if you could pick a gem to be in there, what what gem would you like to be in there? Um, a fire opal. A fire opal, Mexican yeah. Mexican fire opal. Well, I guess it's not Mexican because there's not Mexico, but it looks like that. Um, so placed into the center gem slot of this like prosthetic head tail, um, you know, replacement is a a Rylot fire opal right it's fire opal it's a fire yeah. opal okay uh, in the center of it is placed a riot fire opal Ryloth. Um, Ryloth fire opal from your home planet or your ancestral home planet rather yeah um has no other additional effects besides looking sick um and you still have also in your possession the like red uh demon kabuki mask that um your master gave you before you infiltrated the the paralyzed district. Not wearing it, but you just have it. Um, yeah. I just like to remind you of that because fashion is important. Fashion is important. Um, I don't really know what to say. This is this is very kind. <clears throat> well, uh, I know that arm's not all you lost in there, so just felt like the right thing to do. Uh, yes. Uh, have you heard anything about that situation? Uh, I probably haven't heard too much more than you have. I've kind of been uh, detoxing back in the thorn. Nobody yeah. uh, tells me much unless I ask, and I haven't really felt like asking. Um, look. I was like uh, trying on the uh, arm and it's like, well, you've been busy. Oh yeah, so um, with with the arm, so you like um, unwrap the like bandages around the stump on your right arm, and you see that like while you were in the back to tank, like when your arm was like closed up and dealt with, um, surgically implanted where the stump is is like a thin metal ring on top of the stump that, and you look on the top of it, like if you're looking down, like basically like at a above angle um at your stump you see that there is like a like a slot um like if you kind of imagine like what the matrix pick slots are like oh, in the back sick. of people's skulls in that port. movie basically like yeah there's like there's like different slots that connect to where the different tendons in your hand can that would have connected to the muscles in your wrist um and you like look at the hand and you notice that it has like corresponding like um like probe slots that like connect in there and um you more or less are able to like slide it on and like you like mess with some of the like locking mechanisms in it and you feel like a tense pain in all your muscles and your hand and your rest real quick as it connects and then it quickly dissipates as you feel like the like artificial like high-tech science of the hand connect to your natural muscle fibers and like form new connections and you can slowly start to articulate the digits in your hand and like make a fist 
This is so fucking weird, Rama. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I'm sure you'd rather have your actual hand, but uh, this one's got a little bit of a surprise for you. Can I... Uh, yeah? Can I see your lightsaber real quick? I like... I like... it. There's the, like, instinctive doubt of, but my lightsaber. But I, I mean, I do hand it over. Hey, I understand being sensitive about giving your weapons over. Uh, yeah. Okay. Be careful with that. No, don't worry. I... Hmm. Okay. This goes at the both ends, right? Yeah, yeah, it does, Rama. Please, <laughs> please be careful with that. Okay, so let's say someone would come up to you and try and chop your head off, and you flinch. Show me what that looks like. What flinching looks like? Yeah. Rama, I think I have an idea where this is going, and I'm I would rather the... not. <laughs> be... I'm a... I like instinctively like put my arm in front. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit. It's the only part of me that isn't organic. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna what hit right on the, on the arm. There and... were other ways to communicate that, Rama. Yeah, but that was fucking cool. I snatched my lightsaber back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway. Point it was is, pretty fucking cool. Don't yeah. ever do that shit again. If yeah, I touch sorry. my lightsaber, I swear to God. I'm not gonna lie. I spent the last six days trying to figure out if that was worth it. And oh, that was worth it. That was awesome. They're like be stuffing out like the sparks that are on the floor. <laughs> yeah, like after all this commotion, like down the hall, like you see like a very tired looking like Master Cornelius come in and says, "What's the commotion? What's wrong? I heard a lightsaber." Oh, it was fine. Uh, it was in your head. Like snuffing out <laughs> pieces of like sparks. Yeah, Rama decided to. I I hold up my hand. Rama decided to give me an impromptu demonstration of how Beskar works. Oh, well, and it worked, right? Yeah. Rat. <laughs> uh, sorry. I mean, uh, don't please don't activate your lightsaber in here. Uh, well, it's not even your lightsaber. Why'd you give him? Uh, okay. He gave me an. I mean, he literally gave me an arm. So I can see that. I figured he could hold it for a second, and he's never gonna get to hold it again. <laughs> worth it. Right. Totally worth it. Right. Good. Uh, yes. I feel like I've interrupted uh, something. Um, so I can come back later if you guys would like to have a talk, or if you want me to be here. I'm sorry. What is going on? I I think we probably need to like. Debrief. Uh, yeah, great. Um, I need to talk to you both um, at some point in the next day about the medal ceremony because they're trying to really push that up. So. Um, right, right. I forgot. Yeah. The. Uh, the what? Oh, we're getting medals for saving the city. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. You know what? We'll. Uh, L will send you a force text whenever we're done. Message received. I'll uh, just like I can either come back in a few minutes or I can just find me. Um, yeah, we'll just find you. I could use it with some walking. I've been in this room too long. Uh, great, great. Um, I am supposed to go talk to Brunts about something actually. So uh, maybe just find me. Uh, yeah, give him a thank you for me. Oh yeah, we'll do. Well, I heard Ramba designed most of it, but. Um, uh, yeah, I'll let him know. Uh, see you guys later. And he, like, shuts the door behind him. Yeah, if it uh, weren't for me, Bronze would attach a tactical nuke to the middle finger, so uh, I 
thought that was more. You know, yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit flashy for me. I appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, look about Akala. Uh, I don't know if she's going to be at that medal ceremony. I hope she does. I'd like to see her. I haven't seen her in a week, but uh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do Do you know what's going on with Akala? Or what do you know about what's going on with Akala? Whenever... Whenever Sue cut you down and you were out for a minute, there was a moment... Akala took out Soul's crystal. She held him like, uh... Making a decision. I haven't seen anybody so angry and heartbroken my entire life. I, uh, hope this wasn't overstepping, but I kind of got the feeling that, uh, that you loved her. She loved you. And I let her know, hoping it would calm her down. It didn't. Um, and I, I tried my best, but she took one look at you, and it was... It was the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, uh... I'd never really pretended to understand the Force. Especially the dark side. It, you know... Jedi post-Sith War seemed to be having a little bit more of a... Monopoly on the Sith... Uh, or on the Force thing. But I could feel it. It... So much hatred and anger. I mean... You mean the entire galaxy to her. And she turned around with the lightsaber and went to go strike Sue down instead of rushing to your aid. I'm the one who gave you a stim pack and helped you up. That's got to be the strangest thing that's ever happened. And we've seen a lot of strange shit. That's all I know how to describe it. But she made the choice to turn and attack Sue instead of helping you up. I'm still trying to understand it myself. Yeah. I know you're not really uh, big on this whole force stuff, but a lot of those emotions can be there's a slippery slope. And I don't think Akla's in her right mind. I uh, don't know what it'll take to get her back to herself, but I reckon it's probably best if I'm not around to see it. I mean, I don't get it. We talked about you. She loves you more than anything. Like, isn't that a light sight thing, love? When love turns into possession, when it turns into hurting other people, it's less about the person and more about feeling in control. Ah, I guess the dark side didn't sound like the friendliest term anyway. Yeah, no, there's like a real reason why there's so much shit against it. It's not good time. Like, the fact that there's generally so many Jedi compared to how many Sith is just... That's the power imbalance. It, 
it's incredibly lucrative it gives you what you think you want and it takes everything to pay for it is there a a recovery plan how often did the Jedi have someone fall to the other side I mean it's not necessarily like a regular thing I have no idea usually there's no recovery plan there's uh they take care of the issue at the source well uh good thing she's a hero I guess but uh yeah so she's just not gonna get better unless she wants to is the thing they let you back in well right or something I mean they they didn't kill you I mean, they wanted to. Well, some of them wanted to. Those fucking bitches. But, uh... I, I didn't leave because of a dark side thing. I just... I don't know. I don't really like politics. So I just kind of... I just kind of didn't come back. Uh, it was very low-key. It's not my best decision. But, you know... is uh not really a whole soul-changing moment. I think that's the issue, is whether or not I'm with the Jedi I'm the same person if I'm I'm living by the code that I believe is right which aligns with a lot of the values that I was raised here with a lot of the things I learned before I came here but if when I were to leave if they if they genuinely thought I was doing so because I wanted more power for myself I I don't think they'd let me hero or not <sighs> I'm kind of conflicted here. I want to bust her out. I don't think that's a good idea. An older me would have done it. You bust her out, people are going to die. I know. Man, what happened to me? I got soft. I wanted to do something, pack some explosives and get it done. Yeah, I think it's called having a conscience, Rama. It's unfortunately very annoying, but you sleep better. Bullshit. I don't like it at all. Yeah, well. Shit's fucked. <laughs> How many Ooh. people know about her? Like, uh. I genuinely don't know. I know Ugle, I know Cornelius. I know Cornelius probably told some people it, they're trying to keep it under wraps. I assume they're gonna try and keep it under wraps at least through the medal ceremony, but there's no way they can keep this quiet. For, for long. Whether or not she's at the medal ceremony, there's there's just simply no way people notice she's gone. <sighs> so, either they parade a dark side Jedi in front of everybody important, or the area was saved by a team of three people and one of them's missing. Which do you think is uh, less conspicuous? No, they're both shit options. Okay, I was feeling the same thing. But that's not really my fucking problem. That's the Jedi, which I'm only technically a part of, so... I cannot believe I feel bad for the Jedi. I mean, I... I I mean, I feel bad for Ugle. And Maxie and Cornelia. Like, I feel bad for the people who know her, but there's a reason why I'm leaving. Like, they're just, they're any organization. Mm. 
They can figure their shit out. If Aqua wasn't ready, they shouldn't have made the call. Maybe I shouldn't have made the call. But now they know and you deal with the consequences. That's all you can do is you make choices, deal with the consequences, good or bad. <sighs> I'm gonna count myself lucky I've never been involved with a really big organization. Closest thing I had was my clan back in the day. Uh, yeah, you don't really talk about them much. It's a long story. But, uh... Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't have to get into <laughs> I'll it. Tell you, I'll tell you another time. Um, so, let me get this straight. We gotta have a metal ceremony with a dark side user flying to a ship and take down the hive after they find it, whenever that is. Yeah, I was actually uh, hoping maybe I could commandeer, not commandeer, uh, I was hoping I could commission your your services and use of your vessel for a little while. I have some personal errands and uh, I mean, I guess I do have money. I could just go buy somewhere else if you have things to do because you and I just became very, very rich. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna take out the like the little credit. I don't know what credit. Maybe it's like pure platinum blocks or whatever represents, and uh, I guess the you know digital money, whatever it is, and just be like, <sighs> ever since I quit being a soldier, I uh, ever since I got kicked out of my order, it, all I wanted was enough to quit doing this shit. This is enough for a thing on Alderaan. <sighs> Why does it feel so empty? Well, I mean, you spent so long on the run. Can't imagine retired life would suit you immediately. And you like to act like you're real old, but you're really not, Rama. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say, like, M-Zero, like, comes down from your shoulder, like, looking at you curiously. You see, like, a brief scan go up and down, and, like, a number pops up. Like, what is it? Like, 33? I'm yeah, 33. 27. <laughs> Like yeah. you, you can do shit. You don't have to. I mean, there's there's things between living on a beach for the rest of your life and putting yourself in a life or death situations every day. There's there's other things you can do. You could even just take low risk jobs if you just want something. But like, I mean, you could you could fucking come with me. I'm going on my like vision quest or some shit. <laughs> do you really need a? Guy with the gun, a couple of them. The twirl them around real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Ellen's gonna need a few people with guns, I think, along the road. All right. Sorry, I'm not here. Well, uh, you and me then, huh? Yeah. Also noticing M zero. Uh, hey, little man. You still got that thing? And he like opens up his uh Nope, keep it closed. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I I think we should be very careful with that shit. And he like puts a finger up to his like uh like simian like droid face. Um kind of like a shushing gesture. Uh, um <clears throat> yeah. 
where are the rest of the artifacts again? Should we, like, gather those? Are they good? Or I'd like to uh, prevent more Sues from cropping up, if that's possible. Well, the Orb of the One Mind is on the Hive ship, so we got to wait for that to that. The Jedi have the ring. I think it's safe enough for the time being. We have one. Um, I'm arranging proper disposal of that. I'd prefer you maybe keep its existence on the down low. <laughs> Don't got tell me twice. We haven't come across yet. All right. Well, you got a hired gun. Where to first? Well, first we gotta go to this metal ceremony. Oh! I think I'll sleep on it first. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna, like, stop, like, looking back toward the stars. <laughs> and, like, like, oh, yeah, wait a yeah. minute. Don't roll the credits yet. Room. Yeah. Yeah, maybe okay. we sleep on it. Yeah, so with, with that, um, we're gonna cut uh, to you guys um, talking to Kobe Cornelius, who I think is going to, like, update you guys, one, on kind of, like, the gist of the conversation that happened between Ugle and Akala regarding, like, she's going to be locked up kind of long term like there's going to be some rehabilitation kind of uncertain about the ultimate fate of her like within the order um but like difficult because of the ceremony also the ceremony is going to be in a, a few days um and the decision has been made for akala to not join you all on stage um cornelius assures you guys that there will be something else um at the ceremony to kind of compensate for their absence and otherwise explain um, why just hire a body double <laughs> so, it's not there. Um, so with that we're gonna flash cut uh, you guys are in the uh, parade grounds in Republica 500 or 500 Republica with the beautiful um, Corsanti mountains in the background um, a bunch of like high skyscrapers above you guys are on like a platform suspended across several mega towers um, like near a lot of like infrastructure on the higher levels of the Corsanti like building landscape where people can kind of like watch this like ceremony happen there's tons of speeders flying around there's hovering news cameras um, and you are like sitting in a in the front row of like uh, essentially like chair yeah like just like fold out chairs um, in front of this like very ornate like grassy garden high above the streets of Coruscant um, and as the ceremony begins, um, like trumpets um, and heraldry starts playing and um, thousands of people are kind of gathered around the area to observe the metal ceremony. Um, the ceremony is opened by um, a member of the, the Jedi Order who um, like goes into detail about the heroics of uh, what occurred uh, in the Argoplex, the great toll that the Jedi paid to restore justice and balance. Um, and kind of comes to like a winding conclusion of his speech and says, but we are all here today thanks to the heroic efforts of three particular individuals that we are proud to call heroes of the people. At this time, I would like to call up L and Ramaviron to the stage, please. Um, and uh, the whole crowd starts clapping and cheering. Um, the announcer steps back and up in front of you, um, steps up to the podium as you guys kind of like walk across this like little grassy um, plains area, like up towards the stage and onto the podium. Um, a very regal looking um, human man, in, like long flowing purple robes, um, 
with like ornate jewelry, um, like chains and um, like rings on his finger, takes the podium. Um, this person is easily recognizable by everybody on Coruscant and anybody familiar with Galactic Republic politics. Um, this is the Chancellor of the uh, Great Republic. This is. Uh, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is uh, Chancellor Andros Bordachev. Um, and he uh, takes the podium and says, It is with my great honor and with all humility that I present these medals of commendation to the heroes of our planet and to our republic. Before I do so, it is worth calling attention that there was a third hero of the party, Miss Akala Rash. Unfortunately, she is not able to join us on this hallowed day as she recovers from her substantial wounds in the hospital. We all take a moment now of silence to wish her well and a speedy recovery. Um, and as he does so, like the whole area like kind of falls quiet except for the snapping shutters of press. Um, there are um, like members and like fans like holding up like signs and otherwise like kind of chanting and cheering that like stop and kind of grow silent. Um, and a big banner unfurls behind him of Akala's face and, like, <laughs> commemoration for her efforts and sacrifices. Um, El, you kind of, like, look askance and see other members of the Jedi Order, like, looking slightly uncomfortable by, like, this, like, grand display. Um, and <laughs> Chancellor Andros smirks and says, Now, first, to the Mandalorian, our knight in shining armor, Ramaviron, I bestow upon you the title of Dragon Slayer and a hero of the people of Coruscant. Congratulations. And he pins like this big gold medal onto your armor, um, pre-fitted with a magnet so it just like <laughs> sticks right to your breastplate. Thank you. Um, there's a bunch there's a bunch of cheers, um, and you see like um, a bunch of people in the crowd start like cheering and clapping and hollering and like chanting your name. Um, you hear one or two people from the crowd says, hey, he owes me money! And they <laughs> really quickly get drowned out. Um, <laughs> um, Rama, you get pinned by um, the Grand Chancellor of the Republic uh, and step aside once again. And now, to L of the Jedi Order, Knight of the Sentinel Class, I bestow upon you the same honors, the title of Dragon Slayer and Hero of the People. Congratulations and many thanks. And he pins a similar medal upon your chest. Um, and as he does, um, like several of the fans, like kind of in the closer rows in the chairs, um, some like uh, <laughs> some like female, like scantily clad, um, like women that you know around um, from the Power and Lights district, start like screeching and being like, "Al, oh my God, over here, Al, look this way, he's so handsome, Al," um, and start like cheering like trying to get your attention and like quickly like kind of subdued by some of the security around like the the rope barrier around this ceremony um and then you guys are redirected uh to take your seats um and the ceremony uh concludes uh without any further issue um we're going to cut now to uh the jedi armory where bronze and mix and match are having a quiet conversation um, by the smoldering forge in the workshop. Um, Mix, you enter the workshop, and Bronze is kind of sitting there with a uh, dagger uh, in his hand that he had made from some of the scraps of the, uh, scraps of the Beskar 
um, that were not otherwise like usable. Um, and he's kind of twiddling it by the forge, and he says, Ah, Mix, uh, good to see you again. Did you encounter Rama? Yeah, I took him where he needed to go. Got those two reunited. All good. Good, good. And what did you think of uh, Rama? Ah, uh, seems like a chill dude. Definitely some, like, trauma there. Uh, definitely some trauma there. Um, but, like, you know, seemed nice, friendly, whatever. Yes, I would, uh, I would mostly agree. I also find him enjoyable to be around. But, uh, Aww. he's also... Sorry, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also a good reminder of, in a lot of ways, that the Jedi Order could be doing better. As I understand, he's a product from some rough circumstances, so it's good to keep in mind that, you know, from the same stone, his roughness is hewn, is also hewn his, uh, his more sensitive parts of his life, I imagine. But uh, enough, that is, uh, we need not speak on Rama too much, but I'm glad that you find him agreeable. I, uh, I wanted to talk to you about an assignment. Oh, an assignment? That's new. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get out of this hot fucking place. What, what's up? <laughs> you say that, but you're as eager to leave the forge as, uh, Jackrabbit is to leave a hole when there's snakes about. But, yes, this assignment would take you far away from here, and give you some fresh air. Well, as you know, the Hive Dreadnought ship escaped. Yeah, I, uh, did hear about that. Have we, like, not dealt with that yet? We have, yes. We've been searching the Outer Rim mostly. We... We've done our best to try to recalculate where their warp trajectory would have taken them, and we have a rough idea. But, uh, well, there's some plans in the works. Um, it is well known that Rama and El are likely to leave the Jedi Order and go pursue the Hive. As well as many other groups of Jedi, um... And so one way or another, most of the Order is going to get wrapped into the search. But I've been talking to Master Ugle, who, as you know, is Akala Resh's mentor, and Kobe Cornelius, who's the master for L, and they have expressed some concern that, um, well, based on some information they have about the types of enemies they've dealt with, they feel reasonably confident that they'll get sucked into the search as well. And have a decent chance at being successful at that. Um, does Mix know what happened to Akala? Does, like, most of the order know? You don't know what happened to Akala, but you know of Akala. You don't know any specifics of what happened to her, okay. but, like, you, I, like... I will ask about it then. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, like, Akala part of that team? You said Ugla. Is she, she, like, good? Um, she is just, as the Chancellor said earlier, that... She is undergoing extensive recoveries from her battle. It must be pretty serious because Ugly has seemed quite uh, worried about it, when that's only natural. But she's going to be indisposed for a while. 
And L and Rama are not what we would say uh, direct, you know, uh, they're not officially, well, they're in a category of their own. And so there are some <laughs> right. lingering right. questions about, well, we aren't likely to stop them from going to search, but it would be good to have somebody go with them. To you want be, me to babysit? I would not use those terms around them, but it would be good to have some <laughs> eyes on their their whereabouts. Not to be a spy or anything malicious, so just to make sure that they're doing all right and otherwise not getting involved over their heads. Making sure they don't blow shit up that they're not supposed to. Got it. I am less. so down for that. Yes, good. Um, well, we have not broached the subject with them. So I just wanted to make you aware as the situation with the hive gains more clarity and as they get closer to leaving, I would like you to ingratiate yourself with them and uh, go with them on their journey. Yeah, sounds good. I think I can uh, make friends with anyone around here. I think the Mandalorian is, uh, is proof enough of that. Um, but... Yeah, I'm I'm so down. I love it. I hope Aqua gets better soon. Um, but yeah, love to. Sounds great. I, I you know I want a chance to blow some shit up myself, so that that sounds kind of fun. Uh, yes, I'm sure you will have a blast in more ways than one. Well, good. Then, if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to retire for you. And uh, bronze departs. That's where we're going to end our session. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.